Hello and welcome to the Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy podcast. This is your host, Kathleen Listen. I'm a certified lymphedema therapist and board-certified massage therapist practicing in San Diego. And this podcast um, expands upon the topics that I cover in my book, Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy. So today I want to talk more about this amazing book that I'm reading. It's called The Obesity Myth um, by Paul Campos, and it's um, over 10 years Um, in publication. So it's not a new book, but it's new to me. Um, I was actually had some extra time and I'm doing um, kind of some research on a second book that I'm reading. So I was in the library and picked it up and that's how I found it. Um, So if you can't find it at a bookstore, a good place to find it might be actually the library. Um, And I kind of... I was back and forth on whether I wanted to talk more about this because I don't want to belabor the point because it's not directly, you know, having to do with um, lymphedema or recovering from surgery. But I thought that maybe I should devote a few more minutes to it um, to kind of share some of the things that they were saying with you because it's so near to New Year's Day. And a lot of us um, here in America, we make New Year's resolutions and a lot of the resolutions are... Um, to lose weight. Um, and just the more I read about losing weight, especially the cycle, um, cyclic losing and gaining of weight, also called yo-yo dieting and how dangerous it is and how it's the yo-yo dieting that increases, um, according to the studies, according to the book, if I'm reading it correctly, it's yo-yo dieting that actually increases um, the health risk of being overweight. It's not actually being the weight you're supposed to be um, because some people are thinner naturally and some people are fatter naturally. But it's this kind of artificial thing we call obesity where we put a line in the sand and says, you know, instead of some people being five foot like I am and some people being six foot, um, like some men are, you know, what if you just automatically said, you know, anyone under 5'5 five five is too short and you need to do things to like make them taller. Um, that's kind of, it seems like that's what we've done with weight because when they actually do studies, um, what we call overweight actually has better health outcomes than people who are um, more than five pounds underweight, but we never hear about underweight people being unhealthy and specifically I can talk specifically to that because I've always been for the past 25 years I was always been 5'2 and I've always been in between like 104 and 110 112 pounds so that's really where my body is and that's where I'm supposed to be I don't really look at the scale that much and um I eat healthy, but I don't count calories and I've never had to diet. And that's super frustrating to a lot of people. And I think it's because they have a different natural set point. And here in America, we've put this line in the sand with the BMI and saying, you have to lose weight, you have to lose weight, you have to lose weight. But in my case, no one ever told me I had to gain weight. Not seriously, kind of as a joke, but not ever really seriously. Um, people have also accused me, which is frustrating, of having an eating disorder, which I do not have. Um, I even had a boyfriend who thought I had an eating disorder um, because I would go to the bathroom after eating. And he was like, I thought you were in there throwing up. And it's like, no, I've actually, I eat normally. I don't overeat. I don't undereat. I like healthy foods. I exercise 
you know, I don't go crazy, but I, I try not to be sedentary, um, because I get really angry. I get bitchy when I don't exercise. Uh, my father used to always say, go and blow the stink out of yourself. He would throw us outdoors and we'd have to exercise if we were getting bitchy inside. And this is kind of what the, this book, The Obesity Myth, is shedding light on this subject and looking more carefully at the research studies that we have and looking at who funds the research studies and who is quote unquote an obesity expert in America. And it was shocking to read that more than likely those people own weight loss clinics. So you can't get a real diversity of views if someone is an obesity expert and they actually own a weight loss clinic that their entire job is helping people to lose weight. How are you going to come up with the fact that people might be the normal weight for them and healthy? So that's my five minutes today on this book. Have a good day.